Well, coming up next on Getting Up to Speed, he is a decorated micro sprint driver as well as a midget driver, including winning the championship last year with the USAC Western State Series. He was ninth in points with the Sprint Car Challenge Tour, where he was behind the wheel of the famed Friends and Family X1 Sprint Car. It's Michael Facino out of Hanford, California. Next. Hello. I'm Ben Dethridge, and I'm the host of Getting Up to Speed. We talk to sprint car drivers from the Pacific Coast, whether they race in Oregon, Washington, California. If they run it, we're going to talk about it. Also branch out a little bit as well as drivers that perhaps are from here that race elsewhere or some drivers that come in and try and take some money from the West Coast. In these episodes, we talk about past experience, past seasons, as well as upcoming races, as well as how's the season going. We hope you enjoy these episodes. Be sure to hit the like button and subscribe. It really helps us out. And stay tuned for more and more content. Now let's get in the interview. Well, he joins us now. He's out of Hanford, California, and he drives the Matt Streeter number 14 midget, as well as the Friends and Family X1 sprint car for Alan Bradway and Steve Ticelli. Michael Facento. Michael, great to have you here. It's going to be a wonderful conversation. Yeah, um, thank you uh, for having me on. And uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for the 2023 season to get going already. No doubt. It kind of has a little bit for you. Went to Chili Bolt Nationals, finished 12th in your prelim. And, you know, you've got a little bit of racing under your belt. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think Chili Bolt could have definitely gone a little bit better for us. Uh, we had um, just, you know, that, that race is so tough. So we, uh, some track conditions kind of set us back on our prelim night, but overall a pretty good finish for, um, for a West coast car. Yeah, no doubt. And last year, 2022, you won the USAC Western States championship. You had an incredible numbers there. We'll get to those later, but for the 360 division, uh, you had a, a sensational season. 18 starts, 10 top 10s, four top fives produced, two podiums and a win. All of those uh, stats, the podiums and the win coming at Placerville in local competition. Yeah, no, definitely. It was a, you know, the season started off, you know, and, and kind of went in a different direction than I thought it was going to go. But, you know, the sprint car, the X1 team, Steve and Alan took me in and we kind of gelled immediately together. Um, I don't know. What took me on to Placerville? I, I really liked that racetrack. Um, we even picked up a midget win there this year sure. or last year. So it was it was good. Um, I like the bull rings. I kind of grew up on those with the micro sprints. So uh, I'm looking forward to this year and having that same type of same type of schedule going for the the points championship there this year. Yeah, and I noticed you had a handful of starts in 410 competition. Four starts. You ended up with the top. 10 just one at yeah. Thunderbolt Raceway in Tulare so that's nothing to be discouraged about no not at all and uh you know my folks and the 56 team we started the year together and obviously just um didn't pan out but I can't thank them enough for allowing me to drive their car and you know the 410 scene really to be honest with you really wasn't for me um I kind of just I like the 360 class and you know, honest myself getting a little bit older and everything. Uh, you know, I wasn't ready to take on that that big challenge of running the whole whole mark schedule. Yeah, and your midget numbers, we said we'd get back to them. Fifteen starts, twelve top tens. This is Western states and national races combined. Eleven top fives, ten podiums, three wins. You mentioned Placerville, also Santa Maria Raceway and Ventura Raceway. 
all distinct individual racetracks. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That Matt Streeter built a, a really good midget, you know, a bike with an SR11. And I've been with the midget deal. That's kind of been my bread and butter for the last six, seven years. Um, ran a lot of the races and I've had the, I've had the luxury of having the same crew chief, uh, Vince Latner. He's actually off. He was obviously a crew chief for Damian Gardner too on the sprint car side of things. So we have a really good notebook. Um, and it's been nice to get in a really good midget and it was cool going and winning the championship last year and still being able to get to do that in 2023. Um, when I, when the schedule allows it, uh, I have, I know they just have a special place in my heart. I love those things. They're twitchy. They're fun. They're fast. So, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to get to be able to do that a little bit this year as well. Yeah. Talking to you off air, going to be running it. It sounds a little bit more less than last year. Your main focus <laughs> is going to be the sprint car program. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, Alan and Tooch there, they've won. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you how many possible championships they've won together you know, with Andy and other drivers as well. So I want to, you know, I'd like to add my name to that list for them. And then we're also going to chase the SECT championship. So, you know, there's, you know, 40, 45 races right there. And there is some breaks in the schedule. And actually there's some races where we run together, the sprint car and midget. So I'll be able to do that. And then, uh, you know, there at the end of the year, when the national guys come out with the midget, we'll, we'll pick up there and, and run that as well. So we're, I'll be staying busy, and also in in that time, I have a micro that I I kind of run because since I work here at Driven Performance, um, you know, I got to keep you know running those as well. Sure, sure. Uh, you and and this is a statistic that I combed over at Placerville in in local. I believe this was local races. Eight point mm-hmm. starts for main events. Seven top tens. You only finish. <laughs> Worse than than eleventh or eleventh or worse only once and ninth in sprint car challenge tour points considering that's a wide range of different racetracks wide range of of competitors he, big car counts for folks that are listening that are not have any knowledge about this SCCT three sixty tour it is it is uh, it is something to to be a part of and it is tough to win in. No, absolutely. I mean, the first couple of years, Kyle Hurst you know, winning it and, you know, Shane, like a guy like Shane Goldick, cause I think he's the winningest driver of all time in the series. You know, he's obviously really good here in California. And like you said, the wide range of racetracks is really what is tough about that SECT schedule. You know, you go from a Placerville, small little bull ring, and then you go to Hanford or Stockton, and then you go to Tulare, then you go to Petaluma where it's just sticky and, you know, elbows up the whole time. And, and same with like a Marysville. So um, I'm really excited. We actually got a, a lot of good notes um, last year with Alan and um, Tooch with the F&F car. So I'm really excited to get this year started. I, our first race of the season is going to be there at the Silver Cup, actually, in Chico. So we'll uh, see what we can do there. Awesome. March 3rd, it's creeping on up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be here before we know it. Um, and luxury of you know, being working here at D1, I'm going to go run a micro here in a couple of weeks as well. So, uh, my racing fix is going to be, uh, hopefully will be every weekend from March 3rd till about Thanksgiving. So yeah. I'm excited to get the season going. 
Well, and something also that I think needs to be mentioned and when we talk about Placerville, like a local show, this isn't a racetrack that produces 11 to 17 cars every single weekend. When the stars align right, you'll see 30 plus, you know, it, you're guaranteed a full field. There's always a B main and, you know, it is, it's a tough place to win at. Absolutely. Um, Scott Russell does a phenomenal job with the racetrack as well. You know, it's, it's different every time we go there. You hardly really see the same the same racetrack. There'll be times where the top's pretty dominant or the bottom comes into play. You'll see guys run in the middle. It's just such a unique racetrack. Um, you know, and yeah, you got the Placerville locals, but you'll get guys like the Sanders, the Goldicks, um, you know, Col- Colby Copeland. He'll come and run seven or eight shows and make it make it even tougher. So, sure. yeah, I mean, you know, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight. I'm sure Andy's probably, probably running the whole schedule, and he's he's tough up there at at Placerville. So I'm um, I'm excited for for the challenge. Yeah, I think in a previous interview, you'll have to look back at listen back to it. He's committing to Silver Dollar primarily, and oh. then he'll <laughs> he'll hit Placerville when he can. So, oh. <laughs> but that doesn't make that doesn't make the task any easier. <laughs> no, not at all. There's obviously some the locals there are are really tough so um yeah like i said those stats those stats all sound really good hopefully we can uh, have that same type of success exactly you know, at the start of this year well and talking about success the team that you're in the x1 alan bradway steve ticelli you meant you briefly mentioned it you know andy forsberg and various other drivers and what's unique about you is you know you're in the heart of the central valley in hanford home of king speedway and Thunderbolt Raceway isn't too far away either, and you're heart of you know micro country with Lamar and Plaza Park nearby as well. But you know traditionally the X1 would be fielded somebody from the Sacramento area: Andy Forsberg, Mason Moore, uh, Colby Weiss, David Robinson Jr. to name some names that have been in that race car and have had success in that race car. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, actually, when I got the call there. To, to drive the car, I instantly jumped on it because of you of what you mentioned, the history and how fast that race car's been. And then, you know, getting to know those guys and getting to go into racing with them, it's it's the F and F friends and family is that's a big part of it. And you know, they want to go to the races, they want to be competitive, but they want to have fun as well. And I enjoy going in the racetrack with those guys. So um yeah, I, I mean like and another interesting thing the bushy financial that's on the side of the car. He actually used to work on my dad's sprint car. Okay. So it kind of worked that way. Um, I knew him and, you know, we, I got to talking with Steve and Alan and it kind of generated, okay, well, let's, they knew I had my midget deal. So let's just run when we can. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about, I wanted to go full flow, full board into the, the wing sprint car deal and, and give myself a, a good shot. And I knew that these guys were the ones to go with. Yeah, well, it's, that's definitely a full circle moment there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, my dad's obviously got a lot of history down here in Central Valley, so sure. um, like to hopefully get our name, you know, in, in the history books up there up north. Yeah. Well, you know, I was talking about this uh, with I think Michael Pombo the other night. You know, we were mm-hmm. talking about nothing to take away from previous drivers in the central Valley pre Kings of thunder or anything like that. But I always, you know, arrogant me, not really knowing (laughs) much. 
I always thought, you know, Central Valley was non-wing country. You know, they had the Sprint Bandits heavily there, USAC West Coast, you know, still around that area. Um, the SCRA 360 series ran a lot there between, you know, Santa Maria and Hanford and Tulare and, and, you know, those tracks, I always thought non-wing and every now and then they'd have, you know, NART come in golden state, um, rebel cup races, maybe a civil war race every now and then. But like in these last 10 years or so, there's just been, you know, between you and your brother, Mitchell, uh, the Selzy brothers, Dominic and Gio, uh, the Tarleton brothers, you know, Carson and Cole, it seems like a, a huge family uh, family effort that's uh, that's really brought a new cast of characters, and some of which have went on to go on, are, are going on to do some great and amazing things. And there's still more people coming up from the Central Valley, which is good. It's got growth and it's got good health. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you named a few there, and a lot of those guys you named were you know coming from the micro tracks, the Plaza Parks, the mm-hmm. Lamore Raceways. And, you know, ran micros with them. You know, a guy like Corey Lyson started the same year I did, I think, at Plaza Park. You know, obviously, we know the success he's had yeah. racing and stuff as well, and Geo and Dom. And it, it's really neat to kind of go back and look uh, at those old Plaza Park results and see all the names and see the success that all of us have had. Um, and it's now the new wave, right? The new younger generation coming through, the guy that, first comes to my mind is a Corey day. Sure. Um, Corey, I mean, I saw Corey cut his teeth in the restricted class, um, out here and then him win, you know, races in the open class and now to win in four ten shows on, on the regular. Sure. So, yeah. um, it's, it's definitely cool. Like you said, it's healthy down here and, uh, I think you'll see it continue to grow. Yeah. And of course, you know, DJ Neto is, is another name that yeah. is, is did well. And it's just really cool. And, you know, I always say this, not to say that previously before you guys, there was nobody. I mean, you know, Jason Myers, uh, Steve yep. Kent, uh, Ronnie Day, of course, Corey's dad, um, you know, uh, uh, Tim Green, you know, some, some yeah. great drivers from way back in the day that, that they went on to. I mean, Jason Myers, a World of Outlaw Sprint Car <laughs> champion. Really, really cool. Yeah, and his boy's in a junior sprint now. So, you know, he's he's kind of doing the same thing as, you know, his dad did for him and get you know, running at Vicelli and Lamore, so that's kinda kinda cool for Jason and he's putting a lot of effort into the micro deal to get to get it back growing to the way it was about ten years ago. So no, um it's uh it's really cool and a couple another name like the Quelos. You know, Travis races oh, yeah. every once in a while, but you know, Steve and Brian they race with my dad a lot. Um, you know, the, the worst, the Faria's, you know, I, those are the names I remember growing up as. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now racing with their boys, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Michael is Michael Pomba's in that category yep. as well. Um, you know, it's just, it's just amazing, you know, of the wealth of, of talent and history and lineages that you can have. It's, it's, you know, kind of like you see those coaching trees or, you know, like yeah. ge- genealogical things. So, you know, it's super, super neat. And, and it really shows that there's great growth, you know, and there's great health too. you know, uh, both Kings and Thunderbolt, they're, they're doing well, you know, yep. Peter Murphy at Hanford is doing phenomenal. Um, you know, and, uh, of course, Trophy Cup is is still a marquee event, a big event, Doug Lockwood, and we can't leave out Merced either. Merced Speedway, no. Doug Lockwood, that, it's 
it's sort of uh, when it comes to Central Valley tracks, I would have to say it's the exception versus the rule. Most of them are third miles, and this place is is a quarter high banks quarter mile. And man, I could only imagine midgets of that place is probably just sensational. Yeah, it is. I mean, when you just hold your breath there for qualifying, it's wide open around the bank, and like you said, Doug has done a phenomenal job with Merced. Um, it's good to have a track. It's kind of in the middle, right, for the guys that come up north and then. I mean, yeah, it's a little closer to us down here, but, um, you know, they always have big car counts there for the wing 360s. So hopefully it's unfortunate that race got canceled there in February, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I, I hope to get more wing races there with Doug and, you know, continue to grow it. Um, yeah, last time I spoke to Michael Pombo, he told me he was running the possible points as well. So he'll be tough. He had some really good stats there. You know, he ran really good there a couple of times. So like I said, it's going to be, that whole deal is going to be really tough this year. Yeah, and he was uh, telling me he's going to be in the Stan Greenberg 37, so that that's uh, that's definitely going to be cool. You know, yeah, absolutely. That's a historic Fresno based, you know, car. So, um, yeah, I mean, just the things are, and then we're just talking about the Central Valley. That's not to say that you know the SAC area or NorCal is hurting right. or going, you know, um, no. going through a recession of talent or anything. It's just as tough, if not tougher than it has been in some time. So it's super good. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's healthy. I mean, I predict, I project that Chico, we're going to have 60 plus cars, you know, to start the year. You know, you got guys coming from Oregon and, you know, that that's kind of a perfect, everyone's excited to go racing, right? Sure. Shoot, we might have, we might have 70 cars. I don't know. I think last year there, we had 66 one night or something like that. So that's going to be a, Big show, and obviously Colby and Brad—they've done a phenomenal job with getting that place get get back going, and and it's been really good racetracks every time we go there. Yeah, yeah. As far as um, outside of the plans that you mentioned, are, are you going to try and hit? Um, I assume Trophy Cup's going to be on the list. Any any fall specials uh, possibly on the docket for you guys once uh, the weather starts getting cooler, or maybe a run up to Oregon for a speed week? Or are you guys pretty locked in on what you guys want to do? I'm, I think we're pretty locked in on what we're going to do. Um, you know, we'll do those two schedules. And then if there's a, there's a weekend that we can, you know, do something else, they never really say no. Sure. So sure. Um, they, they're, they're racers and they want to go racing. So, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, I, I would love to go. I, my brother has got to have the chance to go run all, you know, the Oregon speed week and stuff. And mm-hmm. I haven't, I would love to get to, you know, cottage Grove and some of those races as well. So hopefully, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. I have to talk to the guys and see what, what exactly the plan is. We've, we've had a little bit of conversation here and there, but I know that's our main focus right now is, you know, chasing some championships and, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully get myself to the, you know, my goal has always been to, to be successful at everything I've ever drove and the wing, the the non-wing stuff and the midget stuff has been really well for me, but I want to kind of make a name for myself there in the wing car. Yeah, no doubt. And and I guess I'll just pose this question to you. Um, if the opportunity comes, would you be interested in going back to maybe giving four tens a shot? I know you said it kind of wasn't your forte, but uh, if if you had another opportunity, would that be something you might take up? Yeah, you know, I, I, if the situation was right, you know, I definitely think I, I would uh, entertain the idea to, to go back and do it, you know. Um, I like Hanford and Placerville and stuff like that. And, and maybe to run those tracks, mm-hmm. I would definitely be 
be up for up for doing it. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Never say never, right? You never know. Who's never. Listening. Ne- you never know who's watching. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Never say never. I'm. You know. I'm. As you get older and run, you run as much as we do, and as much as I have over the last couple of years. Um, I'm just happy to be in a predicament where I know I'm where I'm going to be every weekend. You know, there's not many shots like this in you know anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, the X1 has been great, great to me last year, and I'm I want to bring you know that goal is to bring him home that championship for him. Yeah. Yes, no doubt. And then you said you're going to be running a little bit of the micros. I know that's been predominantly your background <laughs> and very successful, by the way. Yeah, you know, work like I said, I, you know, working here at Driven at D1 chassis. Um, I got a guy out of uh, sorry out of Tulare that come, just lets me run the run the car when I want. And there's a lot of you know Friday night shows there at Plaza. It keeps you sharp, you know. And I I enjoy going back and and doing it. And there's some big money shows. I think we go the second. The weekend after Chico, we go to uh, Tulsa to Port City Raceway, and it's a ten thousand to win micro show. We're going to go do that. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I get to go and eat, race with my buddies. You know, all the guys around here at the shop, and uh, it's fun to, to get away and go do something like that every once in a while. Sure, sure, no doubt. And then as far as like when your schedule is all set up and ready to go, if it's not published already or team news, or if you have an mm-hmm. apparel run, is there a good place for fans to locate that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just there's a Michael Facino racing on Facebook, um, on Twitter. I'll be posting more and more about my racing stuff here in the next couple of weeks. And that handles just, you know, at Michael Facino. So yeah, definitely check that out. And, uh, you know, I hope to see all your fans there. You know, I got apparel from, from last year, come say hi at the trailer. Uh, you know, we're not definitely not shy. Come and talk to me, and we'll we'll get you set up. Awesome. And then, any individuals you want to thank? Any sponsors you want to thank before I let you go? Yeah, I mean, I just obviously want to thank my car owners. You know, Alan and Tooch and um, Dan Bushy, uh, Bushy Financial. Um, they're back on board this year. CNH Auto Parts. Uh, I got a new sponsor this year with Sacramento Battery, going to help me out personally, and then. Over on the midget side, Mastery Racing and Vinny and uh, um, Gronstein Enterprises, um, Sherbill, FK Shocks, you know, all those guys. Appreciate all you guys. You know, without sponsors, you definitely can't. Wouldn't be able to run up and down the 99 every weekend like I get to do. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, and I did forget one question. A typical off-season for you, do you try and get some relaxing downtime, or what do you do when you're not racing? <laughs> Thinking about racing? Dreaming about racing? Yeah. Um, well... There's not much in an off season for me. I, you know, luckily last I got married last off season, so I'm, um, you know, we're we're planning hopefully here soon to go on a honeymoon. But other than that, okay. I have my nine year old son that, you know, he keeps me busy with basketball or if it's baseball or flag football or whatever it is. You know, it's a typical weekend for me is staying staying busy. Sure. Um, I can't. I'm not the one that's kind of like just relax, stay home on a Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm I'm itching ready to get back going though and and get this season underway. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it, and we'll definitely be checking in throughout the course of the year with you too. Just some quick progress reports and uh, telling you can tell us how things are going, and hopefully they'll yeah. be going well. Yeah. No. I've, absolutely. I thank you. Uh, thank you again for having me on, and uh, again, hopefully, I have some good progress for you. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode of Getting Up to Speed with me, Ben Dethridge. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope also that you hit the subscribe button and the like button as that really helps things out, spreads things out. Be sure and share as well on social media so that more people can listen to these great interviews and from these great drivers. Getting Up to Speed is a production of High Side Racing Promotions. For more information, you can check it all out on Facebook at High Side Promotions.